right back where we started from. Hustle, scrape your guns, your shadow is a ton. Driving down the 101, California, here we come. Right back where we started from, California. Welcome to the OCD, bitch. The only show where we take an in-depth episode by episode look at the seminal and underrated primetime soap opera of the early aughts. The OC. I am your host for the evening. Thank you. Thank you. It means so much, Mike Gravano. With me as always. Look at all the flowers on this day. So many flowers. People are throwing flowers. The man here getting less flowers is, of course, Ryan. Okay. I don't I don't think that it, like it's a flower contest, but um That's the Rose Bowl. You're getting almost as many flowers as a matador. Is mm-hmm. that the is that the job where you get the most flowers? That is the you? most it's Matador, Prima Ballerina. Kids' recital of any sort. I do like a uh, rose parade float. That's national, right? People yes. know that, like, everybody what the rose knows. parade is. Uh, where somebody's like, You already have so many flowers on your float. Let me throw you Let more me throw flowers. throw more. That's some flower and flower action. Yeah, if we're talking Sugar Bowl, very few people know that, but Rose Bowl, people know. Okay, good. Sugar Bowl is like, it might the not cereal even be a awards. Thing. We have no idea. I think it's the cereal awards. And so there's a parade where people just build floats out of cereal. They build cereal bowl floats. It's hosted by Sugar Smack Bear. Tonight, Ryan, is the part two of the X Factor episode of the OC. Excellent segue, bro, because this is the half of the show <laughs> where uh, Sugar Smack Bear comes on and just starts causing drama left and just right. Just drama and just like co- on our show. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just goes, oh, hey guys, this is what I think about what you've been doing wrong. So, okay. Hmm. Hit. Uh, you have such a limited range of impressions <laughs> that basically all of yours are like the great gazoo just got hit in the head. <laughs> And that's the great how the Sugar had a sound. British accent. That was the American cousin. That was the American cousin. Yeah. is a bear. The Great Gazoo was like, "Hello, guys." No, okay. I can do Meatwad. I basically can only do yeah. Meatwad. All of your impressions are underground animals they who popped all, up for a little bit. They all just—they're all just gophers or goddamn woodchucks. Uh, every character you have is a uh, meatball that came out of the ground to say hello and then went away. Oh, hi, guys. I think that's pretty dope. And then, hold on, just to build you back up. What if Miss Piggy saw that meatball and karate chopped it? <laughs> Thank you. It's so good, Mike. It's so good. It's all I got. It's all I got. Your resume all I got. is a little slip of paper that says Miss Piggy karate chop. And people look at me and then I chop their resume in half in front of them. And they go, you are hired. This, this interview is for President of the United <laughs> States and you are hired. You are better than the last guy. Don't let her hurt. Mike. We have Trump lovers that listen to this show, and no. now they're offended. Now they're not going to listen. Go fuck yourselves, Trump lovers. You can just say that. I don't. I don't want to do politics. Like I'm not going to tell anybody what my side is. Yeah, this is your show. Where you just like let loose and never talk about politics. The other shows are where you get real and tell about everything's about Trump. I tell all my things about Trump. <laughs> tell all your things about Trump. And all I'm saying is that Miss Piggy should not be president, and Trump also should not be president. Here's the tea going on in Newport Part Two is uh, Alex is sort of pushing Seth away because her ex is in town. And Ryan is forcing Lindsay and Marissa to hang out. There's a girls' night afoot. And yes, a boys' night afoot. Ryan, we're going to take a quick break and then dig into girls' night. Girls' night. And time out from the show. Oh, my God, Mike. Is this the most fun show that we've ever done? Ah, uh, hot. I have noticed that in tonight's show, you have eaten more 
packets of McDonald's nugget sauce. So I am allowed to talk. Any other show. If you're going to throw that shade at me, I'm allowed to talk. Well, yeah, you're always allowed to talk, bro. You said timeout, so I froze. No, I was calling timeout from the show that we're doing, and okay. we're in the middle of. I thought no, you, it's just me and you were calling timeout and meeting McDonald's sauces. And now we're out of time because you couldn't fucking figure out what the premise is. So, I understand the uh, premise. What website would you go to if you want to? No, if you already have a ton of sauces but no nuggets and you need a website to read and look at. You need more nuggets? Go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. You can probably buy nuggets there, and it'll help us a little. They're older, but better, right? Older, but better, yeah. Nuggets are like wine. Let them get weird. Yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. Uh, if, you, if we needed more nuggets, and the audience wanted us to have more nuggets, right. and sauces to accommodate, then how would they get us that kashish, besides Amazon, right. to uh, get us those nuggets? I I, honest- I, I, I'm setting you up for Patreon. Do you understand? Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. Yes. So Twitter is where you want to go. I. I. I honestly Good eat twist nuggets editing. just to get more sauces, and I need more nuggets always. Uh, and I'd say please go to patreon.com slash your pop filter. Pick the amount of nuggets you want to give us every month in a dollar amount. They do not have the technology yet to put it in nugget amount. And by the way, McDonald's just because we ordered fifty thousand nuggets this week. You can still put them in their little cardboard packages. Like yeah. we don't want a dump truck dumping We're not nuggets monsters. all over our lawn. Don't dump truck dump nuggets all over our lawn. Do you still eat the nuggets that touch the grass, or is it only nuggets oh, yeah. that touch other nuggets? No, the nuggets in the grass get just soaked in barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. and then you swallow them because that's like a it's a cleansing agent. Yes, it gets away. It's, it gets rid of the germs. Exactly. And then if you just do one spritz of Lysol in each sauce, then it gets rid of the germs. Okay, so you did YouTube.com. Slash your pop filter. Yeah, let's pretend there's something there. You did okay. you did yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. You did patreon.com slash your pop filter. Yes. Is there just like a basic yourpopfilter.com? I that would be wild. I don't even know. Type go it to, in, see go what to yourpopfilter.com and see what happens. Will it Manchurian candidate you out? <gasps> Manchurian candidate out! Mic drop. Good. Good. Uh bye. Ryan. I know I said let's start with the girls' night, but let's start with the boys' night, because it's shorter and sadder. It all kicks off with an emergency comic book meeting. Which, for a second, uh, at the comic book meeting, I was like, oh, these look like actual high school kids. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that they are seventh graders that are on the high school campus just to be at the comic book meeting. Did they say that? Yeah. I missed that part. The super nerdy-looking ones, the ones that don't look like supermodels, Uh are from the middle school next door. That is... Bummer City, who Seth chews out hardcore, mm-hmm. and he chews them out. Why? He, uh, I mean, like somebody says, like I prefer Gray Hulk to Green Hulk, or something like that, and he just screams at them. But no, the, the 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 cute fun thing about emergency comic book meeting that all the like Ryan's supposed to have lunch with Lindsay, Zach is supposed to be with Summer and Marissa, and Seth declares emergency comic book meeting, and it's all about Jody, who he does not know is Jody, mm-hmm. and they try to talk about comic books, and he gets very mad about that. He's like, first talk about me, and even Zach's the one who's like, are there's the new Avengers. Are we not going to get to the new Avengers? And Seth tears into him and he's just like, no. But Zach is also the one when the uh, comic book meeting gets rid of the middle school kids and goes back to the pool house uh, is on Seth's level. And they're not talking. They're not having a conversation. Seth will say something about Jody or Alex. Right. Zach will say something about Summer. And they're not. There's no back and forth. They're just trading barbs. They're both angry. And so, yeah, so elevating is so Zach gets pushed away by Summer because the anniversary thing. She freaks out a little uh, and pushes him away. And so the girls are like, no, we're doing a girls' night for all their different reasons. And Marissa is just alone. And Summer's like, I'm going to avoid my six-month anniversary. So me and Marissa are hanging out crazy different. 
And Ryan's like, I guess Lindsay should hang out with you guys. And Lindsay and them are like, fuck. No, no, but Marissa's the one who says, like, hey, we're going to do a girls' night. We're going to do a slumber party. Yeah. Do you want to come over? And then it cuts to Summer, and I expected Summer to be like, what the fuck did you just do? Uh-huh. And Summer's like, yeah, do yeah, it. Because this is Summer 2.0. Summer's is, just cool now. But, like, does this show that, like, maybe Marissa and Summer are nervous about being around each other? Because, like, if you and I are hanging out, I want no third party. Right. We have so many friends. I want them all dead. I just me and you forever, bro, and we're going to find a cave in a mountain? Oh, I I think it's Summer and Marissa have been changing over the past year and a half in different ways. And the the show has not highlighted it, and I don't know if the show knows it, but when they are alone, all they kind of do is get on each other's nerves because Summer's like, hey, you should drink less. And Marissa's like, hey, be a bitch again. That's true. No aggressive, just passive. Yes. It, it is kind of weird and, and very interesting, and I wish the show dealt with it a little more. And it's hard for Summer because her dad sells patio furniture, and Marissa won't stop throwing it in the pool. Why do you hate my dad's work? Uh, so the girls are doing that. And yeah, Zach, the, the boys are like, boys night. And, and, and Seth and Ryan are just like, what are we going to do? And Zach shows up, and Ryan's like, cool. And Seth says, Ryan, you're a guy. What, what is a guy's night? And Ryan rattles off. He jobs a list of things they could do that night. So r- when they go to Ryan as the veteran, like, partier or sexer or anything, they're not wrong. He's done it all. Right. But when Ryan lists off what they should do in a boy's na- night, and by the way, uh, whoever starts the night first it will have the better night. Yes. The girls, the girls said, let's have a girls' night. The boys have a revenge boys' night. Yeah. That's going to be worse. Just hang out, man. But all of Ryan's ideas seem like he binged season one of the OC. <laughs> and you start, he's yeah. like, Vegas, uh, LA, Tijuana. Palm Springs, get some rich kid to shoot a gun at us. Uh, the house that we live in, the next door house. Let's burn a model house down. Uh, Newport Harbor, hi. And is it? Is he bored and is just screaming things at Seth? Because Seth even acknowledges he's like, I think we've done those. Those aren't good ideas. He, I, I mean, like his brain's very small. It's big in a lot of ways, but Atwood's right. still got an Atwood. Yeah, and so he says all these things because he just wants them to. I don't think he's worried about Lindsay at this point. Mm-mm. He should be. She's hanging out with. He Coop. was, and he will be again later. Uh huh. But he's like, yeah, guys, let's just maybe like forget about a thing. But Forget then he seems so annoyed, and I guess it's on principle because he says a bunch of ideas and Seth shoots him down, and then Ryan says, you just want to stay home and play video games, don't you? And Seth just like nods his head furiously. That's, dude, if that's your plan, fucking do that. And Zach says, honestly, my stomach is so tight and knots about the summer thing. That sounds great. It sucks being like uh, the son of a senator, very good looking. I play water polo. I can get any girl I want. I think that I should just sit home and worry about summer. I guess we should play video games yeah. and worry about summer. And then Ryan and this is why I don't like this episode. Ryan does not throw a bottle of aspirin right at Seth's head, which yeah. is weird. That's, That's the move. move. That's the move. Right there. That is your move. So what the girls are doing, Ryan basically drops off Lindsay at Marissa's new weird house. Much like what her mother did not one holiday ago. Right. Lindsay- Ryan's like, you know, we could just, we hate girls night. We could just stay home, watch a movie. And Lindsay's <laughs> like, mom, I mean, Ryan, I have to get out of the car and go inside. And then Ryan's going to freak out later. Come in and just give a speech. Uh, they just treat Lindsay like a kid. He drops her off and then pats her on the butt as she comes in. And then I, Lindsay even like apologizes, and Marissa's like, That's just Ryan. He gets very protective. You'll see. And it doesn't feel catty in a way like trying to sabotage Ryan and Lindsay. It does feel catty in a way of like, Lindsay, you should know this about Ryan. He gets kind of crazy. But what about when Marissa says, like, uh, 
you know, Ryan uses uh, three for the pink, one for the stink. You'll see. That is cat. That's, That's weird, right? Full yeah. Ryan then, is going to make you wear an eye patch. You'll see. You'll see. Through one eye. Uh, and then you won't see. Uh, and then Marissa says, like, icebreakers. And Lindsay's like, thank God, because they're both horrific at small talk. And then the icebreaker isn't a fun card game. It is a flask. Yeah, what did Lindsay think it was going to be? I assumed Uno. Game. I really did. Not Uno, but, like, would you rather? <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be a delightful party game. Would you rather date Ryan or have me date Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> Are these from Spencer's gifts? Did you write that card? No, Spencer's pack says it. And so uh, she brings out a flask, and uh, Lindsay's like, no, I wouldn't judge. But anytime anybody says, I don't judge, that means that they are. Marissa feels full-on judge. But here's the thing. Marissa, you are in your house. You're on home turf. Lindsay's new. You can't just sit there and smile awkwardly. Like right. I, I, It's Marissa's responsibility to be like, so did you see Avengers Endgame? Right. Do you think that it's crazy that Groot died? <gasps> Lindsay's like, what does any of that mean? You future seer. Uh, and then they, they go to the bait shop to see the thrills? The, thr- the, the thrills, yeah. Th- is it the thrills? Are, in that moment, is Marissa and uh, Lindsay realizing, like, oh, never. Like, this, we're going to get through this night, but never. I think so. Because then the three of them, Summer shows up, the three of them are at the bait shop seeing the thrills, a band nobody's ever heard about and will never care about. Uh, they're in a booth, like a private champagne room. <laughs> they uh, have full bottle service. It's apple juice, but... And... Here, it is once again awkward. Summer declares they will only fail the Bechdel test. Because I think Lindsay says, let's not talk about guys tonight. And Summer says, then what else have we got? Yeah, she's not even going to like think of other topics. She's not going to be like, uh, was Ms. Pac-Man just Pac-Man but with a bow in her head? No, not even Right trying. to the boys. What Are the stormtroopers complicit? Were Lindsay and Marissa both waiting for the summer? Like in any group of three. I do think they assumed the summer who's just- she would, especially... Not just because they're different kinds of people, because they both dated Ryan and have nothing in common. They're hoping here's a third who did not date Ryan. But can't somebody just pretend to be like a Jimmy Fallon until summer gets there? Yes. Or do you have to wait for the summer? Did people not know how to fake people in 04? What's how the are fucking you? deal? Oh, school. You both go to school. Talk about school. So, uh. We both have the same school? stepdad. That's weird, right? Well, it's not Lindsay's stepdad. Nope, but let's talk about that. Let's dig in. Ryan is actually. The most, like, you're more, it's crazy that they talk about nothing. There's so much things they could talk about. You ever notice how big Caleb's fingers are? <laughs> Let's say that. On. You just say summer. that. <laughs> and that's Summer. She's creeping them out. <laughs> and so she declares, no Bechtel test. We move on. And that's when Lindsay's like, fuck it. Let's get toe up. So where we're at right now with the girls is that Marissa is an alcoholic, right? Mm-hmm. Like a patio furniture throwing alcoholic. <laughs> summer is uncomfortable by the amount Marissa drinks, and how often does Summer drink? You know, she's a high school kid. She's invited to all the parties, but she, does she drink that much? She seems to be the kind of person who always has a drink in her hand, but you never actually really see her drink. So it's like one slow drink, yeah, drink per night. Yeah, eight-hour party. Right. And then Lindsay, we could venture to say maybe never? Maybe never. Okay. And so uh, Summer as the in-between is no longer the in-between because Lindsay's now drinking. And I do like that you – it feels so real – Summer and or Lindsay and Marissa are getting along, gangbusters, laughing up a storm. I have no idea what they're talking about. You could, they're just giggling. And I will say, I think that I am uh, one of the best in the world at uh, picking out wonderful drunk acting. Mm-hmm. Greatest of all time is obviously Amy Poehler and Rashida Jones, Snake Juice Night uh-huh. in Parks and Rec. Lindsay's Close not bad. Close number two, Pam Beasley, the Dundies. Yes, of course. Second drink. 
Uh, but Lindsay is not bad. I would say that yeah. she does a pretty good job of As being, a teenager yes. drunk, too? Right. It's just full smiles and, oh, my God, how are you? And you never know and they never know if it's fake or not. Right. And I do love, so Summer's, like, Marissa offers to Summer, and Summer's like, somebody's got to drive. Go, Summer. Uh, and Lindsay full-on goes like, it's time to be brave. <laughs> and I think she says that out loud. And then shoots a bear with a bow and arrow. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah! But she's like, you're not scary. Like, that was part of what they were talking about. And Marissa goes, what? And she's like, before you're scary. Not like boogeyman scary, but like scary, scary. And Marissa, it is sweet. I do think it's only sweet, but it still is an intimidating thing to say. She's like, you don't have to worry about me. Right. He really likes you. But now that she said it, it feels like she had to say it before it was true. Right. And then Lindsay, in classic drunk mode, classic drunk acting, is when she says, you're not scary. It's the classic drunk thing of, I've skipped past 10 minutes of this conversation. I'm going to start right at minute uh-huh. 11 and just tell you that you're not scary. Here's the, you're not fuck, this is scary. And so Summer's run away from the drunks because you don't want to be around that when you're not, especially in high school. Okay. So Summer's smart. Go away from the drunks. It's boring. Uh-huh. So then she says, uh, hey, water polo guy, sure, I'll go upstairs with you. You look like this with your puka shells and Axe body spray smell. So some are stupid as well. She is stupid, but it does. I was trying to figure out if he was protective or hitting on her because. He says, do you want to go upstairs? I'm going to give this smirk. I'm going to smirk. I'm going to smirk like this. But what tricked me, and I believe tricked Summer, is that he was like, happy anniversary. And she's like, you know about it? He's like, Zach told us. And she's like, what? He's like, the water polo team is very sensitive. And it didn't seem sarcastic. It felt like, I think locker room talk for these guys is just holding each other and talking about their feelings. You don't act like that and tell a girl to go upstairs with you. Yes. And then it became apparent he was hitting on her. But for a while, I was like, maybe. But there's the other thing, though, is that maybe he never would. Zach comes in and says, oh, he definitely was, and I hate you forever. Just kidding. Okay. That is a great tease. We'll get to why Zach does that and what happens. But for now, a break. Ryan, boys' night and girls' night are blending together because the boys decided they have to talk to their ladies, and Atwood was like, I guess I got to follow Zach and Seth because somebody should drive them there. They're not drunk, though, right? The guys are all sober. They're, They're drunk on uh, Obsession. Impotence. By rage. Calvin Klein. Do not. That shit will fuck you up. Uh, One shot, and then you're done for the night. So Zach rushes in and is like, what the, what the fuck's going on here? And Summer's like, are you checking up on me? And he goes, no, I wasn't checking up on you. And he says it so sarcastically. But, bro, what the fuck else were you doing if not for that? Zach, take a deep breath. Understand that, like, you celebrated an anniversary, and that's fine. If she freaks out, that's on her. When you decide to have a night that's separate and then go chase her down at the club and bust her, that, that is where the problem is. Right. You can't get angry. When somebody calls you out the thing you're doing, you can't be like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I mean, like, what are you, Zach, Labor Day? Because you're declaring summer over. I wish she said that. It'd be weird because it'd be a little third person-y. Mm. And then that's basically the end of their line, their story until the end. Should we just, let's just end Zach and Summer now. They, they, they killed themselves. They killed themselves in separate ways. Twist ending. Uh, she gets so fed up. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's going through a thing. She goes to a diner at the end of the night, orders a black and white milkshake at the tiniest booth in the world. And, Mike, no one else on the planet would ever order, sit by themselves and order a black and white milkshake. I would say it's so rare that if somebody else did it, you are meant to be with them forever and ever or at least three more episodes. At least three more episodes. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, she looks over and goes, 
Zach? And then he waves her over because they're making up. Oh, I got a question. You see me. Black and white milkshakes are delicious, yes. What, what uh, chocolate and vanilla mixed together? Yes. Oh, what incredible fucking doctorate genius came up with that? Oh, my God. Dr. We took Black the, and white. We took the most basic flavors and mixed them together. We're crazy. Um, I have this thing with booths and diners and then also houses because uh, I have a little bit of Kimmy Gibbler in me. Mm-hmm. Summer walks over to Zach's booth and doesn't sit down until Zach says, would you like to sit down? Yeah. Do you wait at all? If you see someone you know on the other side of the Denny's or Norm's, do th- you wait at all or do you just pile drive right into that booth because it's a booth and it's your goddamn right? I think if it's my SO that I'm going to fight with, I do not wait. I either decide if I want to remain in a fight, I sit alone and wait for them to notice me. Okay, so if it's somebody or if that- I want to make up, I jump in. But yeah, if it's if it's like a neighbor, if it's a neighborino, uh, I'll probably hover. Until I they, think I'm a hoverer. Until they say, would you like to sit Not for good reason. I'm not saying I'm better than you, but I might be a hoverer. Bust in there, sit down. What an icebreaker is that? I'm sitting in your booth. But sometimes, often, if I'm at a diner late alone ordering a black and white milkshake just for Mike, uh, I'm there with a book. <laughs> and then I notice somebody I know and go, Fuck. And then I'm going to bust in that booth, kick the book out of your hand as hard as I can. No, but what if I notice you? And then you throw the book at my head? <laughs> I throw my book at and go, I'm reading. Can you hand that back? I just sat down gently in a booth across the restaurant. And then they make up, right? Just, like, pretty easily like they have before. They're like, oh, we're both being kind of dumb, even though... I guess Summer is... She says, hey, I do have problems with getting close to people. Sorry. Yeah. Zach, does he admit his fault? Not really. He... I mean, he says that, like, I got a black and white milkshake instead of just the black milkshake. I just wanted the chocolate soda. I want Yoohoo. Please give me that Yoohoo. I get... That the episode and this end scene, they both apologize to each other. The episode's trying to say they both fucked up a little. And maybe just because I've summered before. Uh, I've summered in the Hamptons. Uh, I find his offense far more obtrusive than hers. Hers is, I don't know how to get close to people. I get weird sometimes. His is, I will fucking follow you to where you are when you distinctly say, do not come to where I am. Yeah, I mean, hmm. The reason that... Zach and Summer are the most vanilla and relationship. Chocolate. They're chocolate because he loves Yoohoo, but the, they're the most vanilla is because they have pretty reasonable arguments that are solved by the end of the episode. Uh-huh. It feels like that they don't understand what show they're on, which right. means that they're doomed. They're doomed. Right. Uh, so that's what there is going on. And then Ryan shows up because he's dragged there by the boys, runs into Marissa and Lindsay, and Lindsay is uh, shit-canned, and Ryan is instantly furious just mad that she's giggling well ryan hates stuff ryan hates stuff what he does love is a punching bag and he looks right at marissa and says i blame you for everything and he even says what'd you drink and she says i don't know as much as marissa and he goes that's a lot (laughs) which is fucking hilarious it's well known across (laughs) the county that if you keep up with marissa you will die just don't keep up with marissa uh but then marissa by the way in the booth stone cold sober like, she's <laughs> yeah. been pounding vodka, and she's like, I don't know. She drank, like, what? Like, a handle? I don't know what her know. fucking issue yeah. is. We have deals to make with China. I ate a fry that I found on the ground, and I'm fine. Uh, he's like, let's go. And they, he walks her to the beach, and then she's giggly and drunk, and he's only frustrated. Which I get it. I've been with drunk people, and they're the worst. But then he's like, hey, I'm going to go get you greasy fries. And she's like, that'll be a nice one. Greasy fries and coffee is a perfect solution. 
Bring the, her there. The greasy fries and the coffee, it, it's an awesome idea. Here's what's not an awesome idea. And I've lived uh, above piers. I've lived under piers. Do not, in the dead of night, leave a drunk girl with one shoe underneath a pier. Alone. He leaves her alone on the beach. And then, like, now she's nervous. She's feeling the peer pressure. He comes back. You're so lucky I'm not Taylor. He comes back after he gets her her to go, coffee and greasy fries, and extra greasy. And he finds a purse, a cardigan, and a shoe, and freaks out. Hawkeye's back and forth along the beach, and then dives into the ocean, screaming her name. I feel like I haven't done this in a while. I feel like it's been a long time, but I have to do it now. Bull! All of this is bullshit. Greatest show of all time. Uh-huh. Not just for Fox, of all time. But leave her down there. She's not there. Go two feet into the ocean and scream, Lindsay. This is all do not fully OC dive. hack bullshit. But I do think Ryan is the bull in a china shop. He only goes things head first. But he's sort of doing it, one, because we need to cut to commercial. Uh-huh. And two, because he wants someone to scream He wants to be angry. Later. He's yeah. trying to like build himself up, bring that chino out a little. He's just like, I don't know. Marissa was probably at fault, but I'm not sure yet. But if I can go save a drowning Lindsay, then I can definitely blame her. Cut to set. And I can point to her as a Don fucking Atwood. That's all he yes. wants, just to find the next Don to be mad at. Cut to Seth, who his reason for showing up at the bait shop is uh, they finally crack that Jody is a girl. Before- I don't know why Ryan hid it from Seth for so long. Yeah, I mean, storytelling. Can we do a? Can we play a game real quick? Yes. For the rest of this episode, uh, who's a bigger butthole, Seth or Ryan? Go. About this. About the rest of this episode. Okay, so Seth uh, shows up. And, and he does say, he's like, now I feel like she's even more out of my league. And so this shows, you shouldn't stay dating somebody if you always feel like you have to prove something. And I do think Seth is learning that. But and Alex is at her place of business. Alex isn't the most open person, but I do feel like she said multiple times, Seth, I'm sort of into you because of how not How like, Sethy you are. Yeah, like not like all the people I hang out with. Listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth, Chris Tucker. Uh, he shows up to her place of business, and he's like, hey, we got to talk. Very unseth like. And she goes, I'm working. Like I said before, I would love to. She, and throughout this episode, she keeps saying, we will talk. Not today. She just keeps saying, not today, Junior. And he's like, nope, we're talking now. And like, as if that was the craziest request that like she could barely fill out the forms and put in. Like, uh-huh. I was just wondering if like maybe we could not have this conversation today. Not right now. I'm working. It's a thrills concert. So, of course, we are busy. <laughs> but Seth is a knocky guy. Just keeps knocking. He just keeps knocking. So he he I, I assume he just like does sprints around the club and smacks himself in the face to warm himself up because the next time we see him is after Ryan has left Lindsay at the beach. So he's like that kid who goes to a hardcore show, but he's the only one that showed up. Uh-huh. So he's creating his just, own mosh oh, pit. Oh, his own mosh pit. Trash his own mosh pit like nobody came. And then the the concert is over and Seth is just pounding on her door uh, like a total butt munch. And then he starts talking to her. And I do think this is the... Only in his own head, because he refuses to really listen and talk to her. His his hard, harsh line, and it does come out harsh because it's the intent, not what he says. But what he says is, I've seen the Banger Sisters on TBS. I cool know ref, bro, ends. yeah. And, and not I, even like, I rented Banger Sisters from Blockbuster no, like a baller. I've seen he it, watched on it on TBS. He watched the edited version of the Banger Sisters. And that is Jennifer Love Hewitt and Sigourney Weaver? No, that is Heartbreakers. Oh. This is uh, Diane Keaton and Goldie Hawn are like... Uh, roadies or groupies okay uh next movie night uh-huh heartbreakers and banger sisters of course uh, i really thought it was heartbreakers that whole time and i feel a little bummed i love the heartbreakers uh and he breaks up with her like a fuck he does not let her talk at all okay so 
He is. He like he he was chasing Summer for so long, and then once he got Summer, felt like that he had his foot on her head. Yes. like he took over, and then it went awry and didn't like it. And so now he's in this thing with Alex, where like she's challenging, and I love the chase. But again, like Summer said, he doesn't. Uh, so he's banging on Alex's office door, and Alex says, "The line," just says the most perfect line. She opens up the door finally, and she says. Why don't you come inside and just tell me all of the things that are bothering you? Uh-huh. Why don't you sit here and just go off on me? Monologue, bro. And so he sits down and he says, like, well, I want to, like, uh, find a girl who, like, really, you know, uh, isn't into. All he's saying is, like, I'm intimidated by you and I fucking suck. It's uh, Holden. Holden from Chasing Amy. Not Catcher in the Rye, but yeah. No, like a different shitty dude. You make me so nervous sexually. Yeah. And, Sorry like, you've coolly, lived. But, yeah, like, I have no choice but to be intimidated I'm, and run away. And that intimidation makes me angry and shitty. So Seth goes, walks on the pier, sees Ryan swimming, and it's just like, what are you doing? Oh, Ryan's working out. What's part of his workout? He listens. <laughs> he li- Lindsay! <laughs> and then Seth's like, she's passed out in that office. So they go to this office. Oh, this, Ryan is my hero. He's how I, I, for, I did not know this happened. Ryan goes in screaming at fucking everybody in this office, just yelling, and then sees Marissa, who's in there, is like, oh, no, Lindsay's drunk. But on uh, his way to the office, like, he's upset. He sees a guy roll up a, in a large pizza like a burrito, smacks it out of his smacks head. Smacks spent so many times rolling that shit up. And he goes, no burritos! Uh, and Ryan looks at Marissa and goes, you spent all last year trying to drag me down with you, and now you're doing it to her? What the fuck? And he's angry, and more leather wrist cuffs are just appearing on his arms. And here's the thing is that, like, all of these people, uh, Seth, Zach, even the girls, if they were ever, like, as bad as the boys were, they can always get away with, like, shitty things that they say. But the problem with this is that somebody says something to Ryan, he's like, what? Yeah. Like, you see the anger in his eyes. And, it's scary. And that's when It's the door up. slam yes. at the side of the PCH with Marissa. Marissa, yeah. Like in and the, it is the same ago. thing. It's because she drinks a lot. And it's here. It's the drinking. And But what I love is Alex is like, you got to fucking leave. And that is awesome. And I expect that from Alex. And it is doubly awesome. No, it's cool that any teenager does that to another teenager. Yes. But it is also very cool. And I never expected it. Seth is like, get out. Like, Seth yes. fully... Alex and him are in a fight and broke up, and it's Ryan, his best bro, and he tells Ryan to get the fuck out of that room. Do you remember and when Kirsten, that's crazy. Kirsten ran to the closet after the Thanksgiving uh-huh. and set, stepped up to Caleb? Yes. This was like that. Uh, Alex is faux intimidating. Uh-huh. Everyone should relax, even though right. that she's like the hottest girl that's ever existed. But the reason why I get all the intimidation is because she does have the power to be like, Lead. Yeah. And people listen. She's the one teenager who also has the adult wherewithal to be like, I understand this situation and it's not okay. But like her henna tattoo is like a little deeper than most people henna tattoo. So like it does make sense. Mm-hmm. It's almost a real tattoo. So who's the bigger asshole, Mike? Is it Seth's? Uh, I so I have to break up with you because I thought I was cooler than you or I thought I could pass you up and I can't. So I never want to see you again. Or Ryan's. Uh, Lindsay got drunk. Fuck you, Marissa. I hate you. I'm going to yell. It's Ryan's. I, I, like, Seth is asshole, but Ryan turned the Lindsay... Kids get drunk sometimes, and Ryan turned it into a dangerous situation, and it was not. And the foreshadowing, where Marissa was like, yeah, Ryan gets like that. And yeah. now he just becomes her dad, stepdad, weird uncle, it, it's boyfriend. It's fucking weird. And then I do, like, again, pro Seth is after that, Ryan's like, I, I just... It, it brought back, like, old issues. Marissa, one, you're talking about Marissa, my mom. And Seth is like, I don't think you need a lump 
Lindsay in with them. She got drunk once. Yes, exactly. Ryan's so mad because Marissa had this power over Lindsay to make her drunk, mm -hmm. but she doesn't. And also, you instead want the power to protect her from all things right. ever. Then, so the, the the dudes have those talks. The girls take Lindsay to to Alex's house, and then the boys come to apologize, which is awesome. It's cool, but Seth apologizes to Alex, yes. and Ryan's like, "Where's Marissa?" Ryan, you also Alex. You should apologize yeah, to Alex. You need to apologize he to everyone, yes. bro. He should have apologized to everybody there. Uh, Seth's apology to Alex. He his apology is, "Let's forget any of this happened," and goes to Smoocher, and she's like. No, you broke up and said shitty things to me. I can't just, that's not like, it seemed like he was learning and then he did not learn. And I'm a big fan of this in real life and in soap operas. Like dialogue should count at least for yes. a little while. Like the things that you, sh you say, there should be repercussions. Yes. You can't just like call me fat and then think I'm going to hang out with you tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I hate Maybe about Maybe in so two days for sure. When somebody's a villain for years and then is nice once or you learn a cuddly thing about them and they go, oh, they're great now. And you're like, right. No, do not forget decades of horribleness. They burned your toddler to death. You can't just be like, but they brought me an ice cream. They brought me a black and white milkshake, and they know that's they my favorite. They didn't burn this milkshake to death, so it's even. It's great. Uh, and the Ryan and Marissa talk is pretty mature, even though he should have apologized to everybody. And I love Marissa. And it's a good stance, because it has been a while since they dated. And she's like, I know it feels like a million years. It's not that long. And we were in love with each other. I don't know if you ever felt that way. I did. This shit is hard, man. Which is a really good question because, uh, like, Ryan has to face, like, I, I think I just thought you were hot and the show was starting up. And, like, <laughs> the show needed us to they get together. They needed a reason for me to be here. And I wonder, like, did I, was I ever head over heels for Marissa? But it sort of backs up the fact that Marissa really was head over heels right. for Ryan. And knows it because she's like, you meant a lot to me. You still mean a lot to me. This isn't going to be easy right away. And I do like his look of contrition. That one second is more acting and better acting than he did in the entire run of Gotham. And then Marissa was like, I don't know how I'm going to get over it, but I'm going to go sit on a couch and get cold. I'm going to go look at patio furniture. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. We'll end this segment and then jump to awards. But so the boys leave. And the girls stay. They're watching some horror movie, which I feel like so many shows use. Why do we what know the name this? of this? It's and a it's in old everything. lady, white hair. Is it in every show every we've show. ever seen? Did TV make Invent? a horror movie? And is just this so they the Home Alone it? movie? It's not fucking real. Did TV buy, like create a movie so they would always have rights to this movie? Uh, I uh, honestly, dude, I did like an hour of research trying to figure out what this is. Do you know? But you know that I also know it's so many things we watched recently. Reference this, right? We're not crazy, or is it only the OC? Maybe it's just we've watched that we've the seen OC it and so we are just times. OC punch drunk. Uh, but they're watching it, and then Alex is like, oh, are you cold? And Mercer's like, yeah, look at my body weight. <laughs> like, I'm always cold. And Alex leans over to get the blanket, and Mercer's just like, hey. She goes, such a good, hmm. And I do think Alex is only like, I'm watching a movie, and I'm cold. I don't think Alex is making any moves. But Mercer's thinking about it. I'm alone. This will piss everybody I know off for different reasons. Okay, so... You're saying that Marissa is not turned on by Alex. She's turned on by no. the rebellious. She's a human being in a room with Olivia Wilde. I'm not saying she's not turned on. But she's also Marissa Cooper. So they lock eyes, and we're all thinking, this is love, perfect love. This will make everybody happy and will never be a disaster ever. Right. So many of my best relationships started that way. Alex and Marissa. Hmm. Well, we got to take a break on that note. When we come back, the awards... 
Mike, we have so many shows. Time that, out. What's up? No, I just, I was helping. Thank you. you did Time good. out from the show. We have so many shows that we have to promote. The internet has so many podcasts. Yes. Let's pick three or four special little boys that we're going to promote right now. From the internet? Right. Or from us? From us. Well, I mean, you get to pick. I do them from us. Okay, but lock the gates. WTF just hit the thousandth episode. Uh-huh. People should probably check it out. So that's one, idiot. <laughs> you only have three more. <laughs> Taylor Talking Taylor comes out every Tuesday. That is the first Tuesday of the month where our pal Taylor ostensibly talks to and or about or maybe he whispers at Taylor's. I haven't listened. I don't know. You set this up nicely because uh, you and I are on three podcasts together and you have two left. So <laughs> go ahead and pick the two. Uh, and then you should definitely check out uh, Mike and Ryan scream about the OC, where we like to call it the OCD, where every Thursday we go through episode by episode, just critique and break down the nuances of the most underrated show of the early aughts. And uh, OCD is sometimes called movie of the year. So yes. is there any other shows that we have? When when our friend Greg guests, he breaks into the garage and he starts hosting, we call that movie of the year, where we pick a year and then we talk about the best movies of that year. Why does Greg not look like the Kool-Aid Man, but every wall hole he makes looks exactly like the Kool-Aid Man? That's his magical power, my friend. And then there's the Superhero Hour Hour, the flagship show, where every week Taylor leads us through literally every single live-action comic book-based TV show. (laughs) So many of them. We used to get summers off. Remember when we did Superhero Hour and we'd be like, there's not enough shows. Let's watch Batman the Animated Series, I guess. Nope, never again do we get to do that. I mean, we still do it every day, but we don't sure, get to talk Sure, but that's about just it. for us and nobody else. Uh, subscribe to those, rate them, review them. It helps us out so much. Mike, real quick, how mm. do you contact us? Contact at yourpopfilter.com is our email for the time being. Let us know how we're doing. Wait, are we going to change it? Like, we'll see. Who knows? Let's get saucy. That was weird. And then do we have any robot associates? A robot associate. I asked you a yes or no question. Yes. Thank you. That's the commercials. At your pop filter. Ryan. What is your magical musical moment of the week? The thrills. The thrills? They were at the bait shop. They They were there. They sang a song called Saturday Night, and I like Saturday Night, so that's my musical moment of the week. This, the show is pretty good at these. Not just the bait shops, like musical moments. And this was a lackluster one. Shitty band, no other musical moments. So many of the other bait shop bands, and we might talk about this later, uh, like uh, like credit the OC for their existence. Uh-huh. And then the Thrills just went. Pfft. I think I kept getting confused. Is there a band called the Thrills? Because there's a band called the Kills who are very good. The Killers? Yes. No. They're very good. The Kills, period. Death Kill for Cutie? Yes. I love them. They're so You're being good. sexist right now. The Kills rule. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's how I get to shut you down. Sandy Wisdom. Um, Sandy Wisdom is we're all at the table doing Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> Here's the meeting. And uh, everyone's like, we talk. Now, it's not just to Julie. Like Julie's intimidating, but like they find everyone intimidating. Right. And it's about to start, and Sandy's like, "Julie, the magazine is a lousy idea." <laughs> that's Sandy wisdom. Just tell people at all times, even if you like it, that's a lousy idea. Because then <laughs> it falls in their court. Also, they're they're hurt because you don't like it, but they use the word lousy. So yeah. like, do you trust them? They said I'm lousy. Like, are you from the 1930s? Are we all full of louses? Your gang. Your idea is not gangbusters. Uh, my Sandy Wisdom is Kirsten, she's like, I have a favor to ask you. And he says, ask me while giving me a massage. I'm much more inclined to grant it, which is one saying grant it is so kingly. Uh, I think it's very wise to be like, I'm going to want to disagree with you. Here's how to get around my natural defenses. The problem is Kirsten ran to the corner of the room, stuck her tongue out 
It was it's eight feet long, and there was a head at the end of her tongue. Mm-hmm. Is that like that's the perfect marriage? I'm you say, you think Sandy and Kirsten have the perfect marriage, and she has that tongue? Yes, that that's what helps. So it's not despite; it's because of because of. Wow, let's bring that legion wow. type shit. Wow, do you have an OC couture? Uh, my OC couture is uh, brought to you this week by Lindsay, who uh, who had it last week too. Marissa just walks up, and Lindsay's like, "Your uh, your shoes, your shirt, your everything. You're supposed your to do service. Like, you're supposed to <laughs> you're supposed to compliment one thing, and Lindsay." Has a heart attack every time uh, Marissa's around. So Lindsay points out Marissa's OC couture. Yes. And everything's patterned, yeah. I would say, in a pat- power-clashing kind of way. I agree. It has to be that. Everything she uh, Marissa's wearing is signed by Blink-182. <laughs> it's very cool. What is your comic connection? Okay, I got a couple. Uh, yeah, take a knee. My first one is Lindsay calls Marissa Cosmo Girl. Which is a comic connection to a future comic that is on this show. What? That's who Marissa becomes. But my actual one is Emmanuel Chikri. Sure. Who uh, becomes E's girlfriend on Entourage. That's how we know her. Is she on the show? The E stands for Entourage. Is she Jody? Yeah, Jody is E's girlfriend. Uh, she was on, she was uh, starting a movie called The Crow Wicked Prayer. But do you remember when we would just get like a straight to video crow, crow movie? movie like every six months? And my brothers would try to convince me it's great. Do you know? So the first crow was Brandon Lee. Rest Brandon in peace. Lee died. Uh, do you do you know who the crow was in The Crow Wicked Prayer? Jason Momoa? Who is it? <laughs> Edward Furlong. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Both he and the crow are slumming it at that point. They're both yeah, sad who's about more that upset? Movie. I think E's girlfriend. What's her name? Emmanuel Chikri. Emmanuel Chikri. I is there a one of us is a creep award? Yeah, it's you. It's not about this show. Uh, I watched Entourage years longer than I should have because Emmanuel Chikri. She. Woo! Mike's got a thing. Yes. Uh, my com. It's just the secret comic book club. All they did was talk about comic books. Oh yeah, there is. In that. between Seth bitching about lady things. Uh, what's your Atwood's got an Atwood? I mean, nobody. At Woods more than, hey, drunk girl, you're about to pass out. I'm going to leave you under a pier. <laughs> what the fuck? Are, and you think that you're the fucking Hercules of the show. At, well, Hercules always fucks up. Kevin Sorbo. Uh, Tate Donovan. I think Atwood is, Atwood's got to Atwood is make a joke, but another Atwood's got to Atwood is deal with drunk people poorly. And he combines that with the line that we referenced early. What did you drink? I don't know as much as Marissa. That's a lot. He is worried, but that's super fucking funny. Do you have a... I've changed mine to why don't you pour another one, Marissa? Do you have sure. A- no, Kirsten was pretty responsible. In this yeah, episode. she's just like, magazines, they make money these days. Right. Uh, it is, uh, we both feel awkward. You're not supposed to do this in high school. You're supposed to wait years before you go. Yeah. This is weird. Drinks? 33rd birthday party. That's Marissa, when this happens. you're so ahead of your time. <laughs> Those are all the awards, yes? Yes. Uh, wait, I'm- I have one more award. Uh, host of the OCD, Mike. You won it. You did such a good job. Thank you. I won it? Yeah, you won host of the OCD. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. That means a lot. I, I mean, not best it. host, just like... The host. Flat out host of the, the OCD. The one you yeah. have. Right. Not the one we deserve right. or the one we want. Uh, that is the show. I, I have to pee, say. though. Bye. Thank you to the Holophonics. I wish I could tell you what's going on next week, but the man who knows just ran out the door. So next, next week, hostilities heat up between Sandy and Kirsten. What? Bait shop. Bait shop. Hostilities heat up at the bait shop. What's going to go on at the bait shop? Only Ryan knows. See you next week. And until then, stay gay dads and get me those Green Lantern JPEGs Electro. California! California.